Hello and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real life stories of transformation, navigating life and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, we'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths and the magical moments that we all experience but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, certified transformation coach and mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self. Because I know the power of community, I'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride. Throughout these conversations, we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations, including healing, resilience, mindset, connection, and so, so much more. So strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to this week's episode of Your True Self. If you are new here, hi, welcome. And if you have been here since the beginning or for a long time, I cannot tell you how much it means to me to have you here. Today, I want to share what's been going on for me. And I feel like recently a lot of the episodes have been like this because I think there's a lot of learnings in there. And not that I expect you to do what I do or to, I don't know, none of this is coming from a place of you must do this. It's coming from a place of sharing what's been going on and how I've moved through it in the hope of supporting you as you navigate your own challenges or not even necessarily challenges as you navigate life. Lately, I've been really critical of myself, really, really critical, in particular around how I look, how much I weigh, what my body looks like, all of the wobbly bits that I've never had, not having a defined six pack, lots of things. And I've been a real asshole to myself, a real asshole. And if I ever heard anyone speaking to either themselves or someone else the way that I've been speaking to myself in terms of just how I look, I would probably have a bit of a go, like lovingly, but would call them out, right? You know, it would also be part of the process to, especially for someone else, Ask them how they can be kinder to themselves. Ask them how they can move through it. Look at all of the positive things. Look at the neutral things. Sure, we don't always love everything about us, but there are things that we can love. But I couldn't do that to myself or I couldn't do that for myself. My logical brain was sitting there telling me, You've had a child, you run a business, you have a part-time job, you're raising a child. Um, You know, there's so many things going on right now that take up my time. You know, sleep, as someone that used to get up at 20 past five most mornings, um, yeah, I don't do that anymore. I don't set an alarm. Hunter is my alarm. But also just in raising a toddler, running a business and having a air quote part-time job that requires me to live in a certain place means I really have three full-time jobs. I am on 
24-7. So my logical brain was telling me that. Cut yourself some slack. Like, you got a lot on your plate, girl. But then there was the emotional part of me and my ego telling me that that's not good enough. You shouldn't make excuses. Just go to the gym. Doesn't matter. Don't eat as much. Look at you. You know, and yeah, as I said, just a real asshole. And I mentioned this to my coach. I said, oh, you know, not much is going on, although I've found that I'm being really critical towards myself at the moment. And she asked me what I need. And I sat with that for a moment. And I said, compassion. I needed compassion. I then went through a practice of compassion. You know, what does that look like? What meeting my own personal compassion to see what it wanted to share, to see how compassion was showing up for me. And before I share what did come up, whatever is going on for you at the moment, even if things are great, what does compassion mean to you? So what does compassion mean to you? Compassion is so, so important in times of criticism, but it is equally important at times when everything's amazing. So what does compassion mean to you? Maybe take a moment and write that down or push pause and just think about it. Compassion to me in this moment is kindness. It is pure kindness with no limitations, no expectations, no wanted results. It's just kindness. Compassion is also acknowledging what is going on, which includes looking at anything that needs to be healed and recognizing all of the things that are worth celebrating. So it's almost, it's layered. It's very layered. Yes, it's about being kind to myself, but it's also about showing up for myself. That's what compassion means to me in this moment. And in one week, two weeks, six months, 12 months, it could mean something very different. When I get critical, I tend to get really laser focused on the bad, right? I get super, super focused and as you know, it can be a real asshole to myself. It doesn't have to be about how I look. It could be about anything, right? And yeah, I've been so caught up in how I look that I forgot to focus on all of the other parts of me. Because I am not just what I look like. I am not just my physical body. There is so much more to me. So while I've been ignoring myself and so many parts of myself, I also hadn't stopped to think about what I can do to change how I feel. (laughs) Because as spiritual as I am and as much as I believe in you know, tapping into 
energy space and our body and really tuning in in order to overcome obstacles, we also need to get shit done. (laughs) Things don't change if we don't do anything. You know, you can sit there and want something all all you want, but if you don't do anything about it, it's not going to happen. Right? So I wasn't going, oh, what can I do? And to be fair, you know, the last few weeks, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do, do keto again or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. But I hadn't really committed to anything. I know I haven't been training consistently. And anytime I feel like I have had some consistency, something has come up and thrown me off, whether it's Hunter, whether it's clients or whether it's, you know, the job, like whatever. And we also haven't been eating the best. We haven't been eating badly, but we certainly haven't been eating as well as we normally do. I feel like we're kind of still on the Christmas, you know, uh, disorganized eating train. So I'm fully aware, fully, fully aware that I only have myself to blame. And also there's a lot going on. So my commitment to shift how I feel about myself and how I look is to change how I feel within my body. I'll repeat that. My commitment to shift how I feel about myself and how I look is to change how I feel within my body. Because if I was to only focus on how I looked, it would take quite a while to see the results. Whereas I know, and Chris will attest to this, if I don't train for a few days, I get so bitchy. I just get agitated and angry and... I'm not fun to be around. I don't like being around myself when I haven't trained. And I've always been like that. My exercise is my number one self-care tool. I have a lot, but exercise has always been my number one and has saved me. I know that when I train or exercise, I feel better. So why wouldn't I just start with that? I've committed to moving every day and even if that movement is messy even if it's not perfect even if it is a 10 minute pilates workout at home that doesn't really feel like a workout for me but I'm surrendering to that because I'm really good at not doing something if it doesn't look how I want it to for example <clears throat> if I can't go to the gym in the morning I like I, I train better in the morning, but if I can't go in and obviously Hunter goes to bed at night, so I don't, I like to be home for that. But if I can't go to the gym in the morning, I sometimes make the excuse and it is an excuse of, oh, I don't like training in the afternoon. I don't really feel like it. I can't get to the gym. So what's the point? So I do nothing. I not, well, not nothing. I'll do work or I'll read a book Sometimes I'll watch TV, who knows, but I don't train. I So movement every day, even if it's a run, if it's a 20-minute workout at home, if it's a walk, if it's Pilates, just anything, moving my body because that makes me feel good. I've also cut out sugar. I'm only eating a small amount of carbs and... <laughs> I've tried multiple times to go back to keto, but I've realized how hard it is to do keto and not eat carbs when you have a toddler because you give him a piece of toast and he doesn't eat it 
And I hate just throwing out big chunks of food. Similar, you give him pasta and he doesn't eat it. I hate throwing it out. So I'm being real. You know, I'm being realistic in the sense that so I can't hate on myself. I don't want to eat many carbs, but I will eat some. So that's, I guess, my commitment, my personal commitment to what I can do to change how I feel within myself. Then I've shifted my focus on everything that is good in my life. And all of the other parts of me, they don't even have to be good, but they're going to be better than how I feel about how I look. So, you know, anything better than that is a positive. You know, I'm in the middle of creating something so incredible for you. And it's not really a workshop. It's not a masterclass. It's an experience. Let's call it that. I'm creating an experience for you. And it has me seriously fucking excited. This is, if you listened to last week week's episode, you know, I've been putting so much pressure on myself to figure out what it was. And I've taken time to process that. And I now know what it is. And it's so freaking excited. And it is richer and deeper and oh, so much more than I've ever created. And I can't wait to bring this to you. So keep your eyes and ears peeled because you'll hear about it very, very soon. I also love, you know, I always had a story that I'm not creative, but I love the feeling that creativity gives me when I'm in the flow of creating something. It is it's the best, whether it's creating something for you or writing a landing page or having a massive download and sending an email, painting, which I don't do enough. And I, you know, I don't, please, I'm not a painter, um, but it's just a little hobby that I have. But I actually really love being creative and I'm really excited for when Hunter's old enough to do creative projects with me. Hunter also brings me so much fun and enjoyment when he's not sick. Uh, even then, actually, even then. You know, my relationship with Chris is great. We have our ups and downs as anybody does. And I've learned that when we're both tired, <laughs> we both get really snappy. But everything outside of how I'm currently looking at my body feels really good. And ultimately, life doesn't have to be serious. It gets to be fun. And I've been so stuck on the negative Nancy serious train that I've forgotten that. We've still been doing things that bring us joy. You know, we've been going for hits of tennis and, you know, little adventures and stuff like that. But you just sometimes forget that life gets to be fun. This work, this process of expanding and growing and moving doesn't have to be hard all the time and I believe that to be a beautiful reminder for everybody life gets to be fun doesn't have to be serious in saying that there has also been a healing component to the criticism that I've been putting on myself so yes there has been Okay, what can I do? What can I do to make me feel better? There's been the, well, what else is good? So that shift in focus, the mindset of like, what do I want to look at and what do I want to celebrate? Then there's the healing component, a piece where I've had to sit with the fact that I am not the person I was two years ago in any 
shape or form, everything has changed. I've changed. My reality has changed. And even though I experienced multiple rebirths last year and stepped into that next stage or the next shape, next form, whatever you want to call it, I realized that I've never actually allowed myself to grieve my old self. I've never fully released or let go of the identity that I used to have and that I'm clearly subconsciously still attached to. So I did that as well. We are such complex creatures and sometimes we forget that. Like sometimes we think, oh, yep, good. This is the way things are going. This is what I'm going to do. Nothing's going to get in my way. And then something happens and we wonder why. Like we're so complex, so, so complex. And every single person, especially people of different races, different religions, different ethnicities, you know, they're complexities that I will never understand, right? We forget that what once worked may no longer work. What we once believed in, we may not believe in anymore. What we once enjoyed may, lo- may no longer bring us joy. What we once looked like will change. Through any period of change, compassion is essential. And even saying that to you, it really brings home that it is being kind, but it's also about acknowledging the change that's actually happened, not avoiding it or pretending it's not there or acting like it never was, because it was. Compassion is always essential, whether you're feeling really shitty or whether you're feeling really good. Compassion to yourself and to others is always important. So let me ask you this to close out. In what area of your life do you need to show yourself more compassion? In what area of your life do you need to show yourself more compassion? And I really, really want to hear what it is. So please send me an email, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook or carry a pigeon. Let me know what area, in what area of your life do you need to show yourself more compassion? Let's start this conversation. Let's, uh, let's go there and let's support each other and bring awareness to how important compassion is especially in times of criticism thanks for listening to this episode of your true self i would love to connect with you over on instagram at jackie.rogash or through my facebook group inner transformations with jackie rogash if you love this episode and don't want to miss another one i'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing Take care and stay true to you.